Hello, this is Andy Cates, and joining me from Singapore is Chen Yongwu. Um, today, we're going to touch on the inflation issues that have bedeviled markets over the past few days. Um, I'm going to say a few words about global growth uh, in light of this week's GDP data from the UK and Japan. And Chen Yong will also summarize his latest economic letter, which weighed in more heavily on Japan. Uh, and then to wrap up, we will, as usual, make a nod to the week ahead uh, and look at some of the key events and data points that are on the agenda over the next few days. As ever, before we begin, just a reminder that all of the views that we express on this podcast are our own. Um, they're not uh, the views of Haber Analytics. So to recap, we've seen some stronger than expected US inflation data this week, which has further dampened hopes that the Fed might swiftly reduce interest rates in the coming months. Uh, and this clearly comes on the heels of a flurry of firmer than expected US economic data in recent weeks that have previously undermined the case for an early pivot toward looser monetary policy. I think the most worrying element within the details of the US inflation report was the evidence affirming service sector inflation, which is concerning um, given the accompanying evidence suggesting that the US labour market remains very tight. Still, I, I, th I equally think it's worth recalling that many of the classic lead indicators are still suggesting that US price pressures will fade in the immediate months ahead. Uh, as many US commentators have additionally pointed out, January's inflation data can be heavily distorted by quirks with seasonality. Uh, and we shouldn't perhaps read too much into that month's numbers. Looking more broadly at the global economic scene, there are as well increasing signs of global economic fragility. Uh, this week's data from the UK and Japan, for instance, revealed a second consecutive contraction in GDP uh, in the final quarter of last year. Both economies have therefore now joined Germany in a technical recession. The details of Japan's GDP numbers reveal domestic demand momentum is extremely weak, which will doubtless cause concern and might further delay a normalisation of the Bank of Japan's monetary policy. Meanwhile, and over in the UK, in vivid contrast to the US, most of the incoming evidence on inflation has been on the weak side of expectations. More generally, as some of our charts in our accompanying publication illustrate the latest blue-chip survey of economic forecasters, potentially reinforces the case for a relaxation of monetary policy in many major economies thanks to a reduced inflation consensus combining with a lower growth consensus, even though that admittedly does not apply to the United States. So what's your take on all this, Chan Yong, from Asia? Thank you, Andy. Indeed, uh, we noticed downward shifts in consensus growth predictions for 2024, compared to initial survey results gathered in January of last year. In Asia, such uh, revisions were applied to China, Hong Kong and Japan. Furthermore, we have also seen tapered inflation expectations pertaining to China and Japan relative to survey results seen just last month. So touching more on Japan, we also saw the dollar-yen exchange rate crossing above 150 earlier this week. Uh, likely as expectations eased regarding aggressive tightening by the Bank of Japan. Furthermore, Japan's disappointing Q4 GDP results probably serves to reinforce the narrative that monetary policy normalization may not occur so soon. Uh, which serves as a segue to the latest economic letter from Asia, focusing on none other than Japan. 
So the letter covers topics ranging from monetary policy and inflation, as discussed earlier, to spring wage negotiations, Japan's property market, and recent movements in asset prices. Elsewhere in Asia, we also witnessed Indonesia's general elections unfolding this week, with Defence Minister Prabowo seen as the likely winner based on initial vote counts. In the Philippines, the central bank left its policy rate unchanged for a third consecutive meeting at 6.5%, uh, given inflationary pressures and risks that persist. So over to you, Andy. Perfect. Thanks, Tianyong. So let's now turn to some thoughts uh, on the week ahead, where, where the key focus in the US will likely be on the minutes from the latest FOMC meeting. Uh, in Europe, I, I think the survey data will take centre stage next week with, for instance, the February flash PMIs released next Thursday on offer, uh, along with some consumer confidence readings for the euro area and the UK, uh, revealed respectively on Wednesday and Friday. Uh, and additionally, Germany sees its latest EFO survey results um, and the UK will additionally reveal its latest CPI industrial trends and its distributed trade survey numbers uh, uh, as well. Uh, and what about Asia? Thank you again, Andy. Um, in Asia, we have several interest rate decisions coming due next week with China, Indonesia and South Korea to update their reference rates. Firstly, the People's Bank of China is largely expected to keep its one-year medium-term lending facility rate unchanged on Sunday, uh, given that China's domestic situation remains challenging. Following the Sunday decision, Chinese banks are seen holding loan prime rates steady on Tuesday. Outside of China, the central banks of Indonesia and South Korea are largely expected to stand pat on their reference rates too, on Wednesday and Thursday respectively. Apart from the rate decisions, we have regional PMI readings, and several inflation and trade-related releases that are off note next week. So that, that's all from me, Andy. Great. Th thanks again. So, so let's leave it there for today. Thanks, everyone, as, as ever, for listening in. Further analysis on these issues can be found in our latest Charts of the Week publication, and Tian Yong's analysis on, on Japan's economy can be found in his latest economic letter from Asia. Uh, and finally, please look out for a webinar um, that we will be publishing early next week on unorthodox monetary policies. Have a great week ahead.